This is KGMI Connects with Joe Tian, a live local show about our community and you on KGMI News Talk 790, 96.5 FM in Bellingham and KGMI.com. Well, great to have you with us here on this Wednesday afternoon. And we'll have time to take your calls. In fact, we encourage you to ring now if you want to. And I'll put you on hold for a few minutes. I've got a a quick interview I did earlier today uh, in relation to the proposed metal shredder that has uh, some ready to shred (laughs) there. Their local representatives or what have you, or the company that's proposing this uh, metal shredder here in uh, Bellingham. First, though, before we get to that, I wanted to go to Brandon real quick. Hi, Brandon. Hi. Hi. What You, you wanted to talk about uh, heavy metal Christmas music. Well, uh, are you? I heard that you're a fan of heavy metal. I am. Yeah, I am. <laughs> is it old school metal, or do you like some modern too? I like I like some modern metal, but uh, yeah, okay. I, I'm a, an '80s '90s metal kind of guy. Um, okay. Early 2000s, but yeah, I, okay. I, 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 I there's some new bands that I like a lot. Yeah. Well, uh, you can find this on YouTube if you uh, listen to music on YouTube. Okay. But. Uh, it's called, uh, it's called, uh, the band is called August Burns Red. August Burns Red. And the album is, and the album, yeah, August Burns Red. Okay. And then the album is called Sledding Hill. Okay. And that's basically like heavy metal. Uh, they're a Christian uh, metal band. Okay. And, um, hmm. no, they, uh, a lot of people say, oh, Christian metal bands, what do they say? Just scream Jesus all the time. <laughs> but that's not what these guys do. But anyhow. Okay, I'll check them um, out. Yeah. It's, instru- it's mostly instrumental, and it's pretty epic. I, I like it a lot, actually. I'll check it out for sure. Have, yeah. Are you uh, are you into the band Skillet at all? Oh, yeah. That's that. Now, you know, they, they started out as, well, basically they're a Christian metal band. Are they not? Or uh-huh. uh, Yes. Yeah, and the, but they still are. But they're, they're pretty secular. main. But they've moved. But their music is more mainstream metal. I I don't know if that's if that that's kind of an oxymoron. But um, as far as metal, you know, being accepted into the metal genre, they're not quite. They don't carry quite the stigma of Striper or a band like that. Uh huh. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So that's the that's the band. These guys are more like really heavy metal. Okay. So, August burns yeah. red. I'll check them out. Yeah, August Burns Red. The album is called Sledding Hill. Sledding yep. he- Hell? Hill. 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 Sledding, Sledding Hill. hill. So okay. it's like Christmas snowy <laughs> yeah. sledding uh-huh. on a hill. Sledding down the hill. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. But All it's right. not sledding down the hill. It's sledding hill. Sledding hill. Got it. Yep. All right. Yep. Appreciate okay. it, Brandon. Thanks, man. Yep. Appreciate it. Bye. All right. Take care. And, uh, yeah, now I want to bring you this interview. I did. Uh, they had a big meeting, uh, I guess, a couple hundred people showed up, and uh, I wanted to get the the side because I guess it was like kind of acrimonious. I wanted to talk to uh, the, the the party that uh, that offered this community meeting. So present that, and then we'll take your calls here in just a moment. Uh, our phone number is always three six zero six seven six five four six four here on KG Mike and X ABC Recycling, which uh, hopes to build a metal shredder, a metal recycling facility here in Bellingham, um, and has run into some opposition, held a public meeting, a a community meeting last night. And uh, joining us now is uh, the spokesperson for ABC Recycling, Riley Sweeney. Good to talk to you, Riley. Thanks for having me, Joe. You bet. Was was it well attended? It was. We had uh, about 200 people show up. Uh, So it was, it was, Pretty pretty uh, well attended. We're glad so many people were interested in learning about our proposal. And how did it go from your perspective? Well, you know, you know, our role was to to provide more information about what we're looking to build, what what we're trying to build, and to address some of the con- community concerns about noise and traffic and emissions. And um, despite the action of uh, some folks who were more interested in shouting than listening, um, we, we did our best to share details on how we're going to make sure that our facility is safe and responsible. Did, um, was the meeting mostly cordial? No. Okay. <laughs> uh, it, was, it was a pretty raucous meeting. You know, people feel strongly about this. And, you know, I understand... Uh, neighbors being worried about something new coming to their neighborhood. 
Um, but hopefully they walked away with more information than they had when they walked in the door. Did you get a sense that the people at the meeting were primarily those who were uh, live or maybe work close to this proposed facility, or were they from all over the community? Uh, we actually uh, uh, had people sign in, and of the folks that signed in, um, I, uh, about a third of them were from the neighborhood. Uh, most of them were from South Hill or Fairhaven. Well, tell us about this facility. We've talked about it before, but what exactly is ABC proposing? So uh, a metal shredding facility uh, is basically how we reclaim metals uh, from used appliances and cars. So when your car dies, right, right now it goes to a a scrapyard where they take the tires off, they drain the fluids, they pull out, you know, any toxic material. Get the body out of the trunk. Right, okay. and then and, the, and okay. then it gets sent. Then it gets sent off to a, a metal shredder. Okay. And right now, the nearest metal shredder is in South King County. So what we'd be doing is bringing that part of the the recycling cycle here home to Bellingham, and it would go into a shredder, which would pull it apart and turn it, and then go through some magnets and various other equipment to separate out the the iron and steel from the non magnetic materials and from the foam and plastic. And the foam and plastic would be uh, sent off to our uh, uh, landfill to use as cover to keep uh, animals from getting into the garbage. The the iron and steel would come down to the ports to be shipped off to steel mills to be turned into I-beams and rebar. And the other non-magnetic metallics would be turned into wire and cans and other products that we can use. What kind of objections are you hearing to this proposal? People are worried about noise, about emissions, and about truck traffic. And, you know, I understand. It's a new facility coming in. You know, what's important for the public to know is that the, the shredder itself is going to be enclosed in a sound attenuating building, you know, four feet of solid steel. It should be, you know, no louder than a normal conversation if you're standing at the edge of the property, right, while it's running. We're going to be, we, we anticipate operating normal business hours, Monday to Friday, 8 to 5. Um, you know, people are worried about truck traffic, and there will be trucks along designated truck routes. So, you know, that's, that's going from I-5 down Bennett Drive to Marine Drive, where our facility will be, and then back up Bennett Drive to I-5, and then over to Iowa Street, into town, down to Cornwall, where our shipping facility is. And that's all, you know, federally regulated truck routes. That's not up to ABC. That's that's what the federal government has decided for our trucks. Uh, so, you know, there's some concerns about where the trucks are going, what they will look like, all the materials will be, you know, secured on the truck. Um, and then lastly, you know, people were concerned about emissions, right? Mm-hmm. You're going to be shredding materials that get a, be getting into the air and the water. And, you know, our, our main conversation with the public is, you know, Washington State has some of the strongest environmental protections in the nation. And ABC Recycling has a really good record on environmental protection and safety. And so, you know, we will meet and exceed all the requirements uh, set by our regulators. You know, we have to get permits from the Northwest Clean Air Agency, from the Department of Ecology, from all these regulators um, to make sure that we are operating a safe and responsible facility. And another objection or pushback I've, I've heard uh, f- about this facility is that uh, ABC is a company, a Canadian company, correct? Yes. Would they be bringing cars here from Canada to be recycled? Yes, and. So, you know, we, it's a Canadian company. It's family-owned, uh, and, and it's headquartered just 40 miles north of us in Burnaby, Right. So, uh, you know, the, the owners were down here shaking hands and meeting people in person at the community meeting yesterday. So it's not like it's some multinational big suits coming in to, to buy out our town. It's it's, a, you know, a, a family owned business just a few miles north of here. And yes, some of the material will be coming in from B.C., but a lot of it will also be coming from Whatcom and Skagit, because the goal is to be able to process our local materials locally, to take responsibility for our own materials in our community. So, you know, at, at, at ribbon cutting, we'll probably be pulling in a lot of material from B.C., but as the economics of that change, we'll be doing more and more from the local community. Has uh, ABC been surprised at the resistance that uh, it's met from the community? 
I think that um, the the resistance is based in in a lot of misinformation. You know, there's there's been a lot of fears and concerns that are not necessarily grounded in the reality of what we're proposing, and we hope as people learn more about what what our plans are that uh, it will alleviate those concerns. Any more community meetings planned, or was the, the, that pretty much it? Um, there's a whole public process as part of uh, getting our permits. Um, we're going to have to go, you know, there's a SEPA checklist. Uh, there's a hearing examiner. So, you know, we will continue this community conversation in a variety of ways. Um, and if you weren't able to attend the meeting last night, we're going to be putting up a video of the presentation and uh, frequently asked questions for anything we didn't get to last night up on our website, abcrecycling.com. And I understand the, the county council did not take any action to, to halt the permit process on this facility. Uh, so it's you, I take it that the company is just going through the basic steps it'll have to go through to to actually make this happen, huh? That's right. You know, we have a pretty rigorous uh, permitting process here in Whatcom County. So we are, you know, uh, the county, the state, the federal regulators are all looking at our applications and seeing what what information they need and what conditions they'll require to see if our proposal will move forward. And real quick, the the actual physical places where the activity would take place, they're zoned for this kind of uh, this kind of industry, right? That's right. It's in a heavy impact industrial zone. So it's on Marine Drive right next to the Lehigh Concrete Plant in the flight path of the airplanes coming off the airport. It's across the street from a utility pole company and a metal fabricator. So it is it is an industrial area. It is within the urban growth area, but it is a heavy impact industrial zone uh, on Marine Drive. All right. Well, Riley Sweeney, spokesperson for ABC Recycling, which hopes to build this uh, metal shredder, metal recycling uh, facility here in Bellingham. And appreciate your time, and we'll keep the conversation going as this this whole thing uh, continues. Thank you much. Thank you, Joe. <laughs> Excuse me. Oh, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> that was an interview I did with Riley a little bit earlier today. I'll take a quick break and take your calls in just a moment here at KG, <laughs> KG Mike and X. Darn it. I hate when I ha- that happens, you know? Yeah. You know, a little bit of saliva and it chokes you up, but uh, we'll be back here in just a moment. Talk about this or whatever's on your mind. 360-676-5464. Oh, there's no place like home for the holidays, especially a warm and comfortable home. This year, deck the halls with an upgrade to your heating and cooling system and get a free water heater. Hi, I'm John Barron, owner of Barron Heating, AC, Electrical and Plumbing. From a new heat pump to a heating and cooling system upgrade, we're offering special incentives this holiday season sure to warm your home and fill your heart with joy. Family owned and operated for over 50 years, Barron backs all our work with 100% satisfaction guarantee and five-star customer service. For a limited time, Barron is offering a free water heater with the purchase of a new heating and cooling system or $500 off the HVAC system of your choice. With short wait times, fast track to installation and flexible payment options, you'll be happy in a million ways because for the holidays, you can't beat warm, sweet home. Barron, your full-service HVAC electrical and plumbing contractor. Our mission, improving lives. GMC, I've done a great job with the new trucks. I'm blown away. Xavier Cortez is the owner of Northwest Chevrolet Buick GMC Cadillac. I love trucks. I really love trucks. Matter of fact, if you ever see me driving something around town, it's going to be a truck. But what they've done with a new model is absolutely amazing. Yes. I thought that GMC had really good competition with the other brands, but what they have rolled out this year and what they're coming with is absolutely untouchable. Great quality, super cool technology. How they look, how they drive, is can't compare with nothing in the market right now. Not because I sell it, because I, I'm a big fan of other makes and models. It's just because it's true. I've driven them, and I'm absolutely in awe. GMC. We are professional grade. Northwest Chevrolet, Buick, GMC, Cadillac. 
Are you on Medicare or individual health insurance and wondering if you are on the right plan for you and your family? This is Marcia Neal with Guided Solutions, formerly Vibrant USA. We understand the TV advertising and the mail you have been receiving may create more questions than answers. Although the deadlines are coming, you may still have time to make a change. So call us at 866-733-5111. Our agents can review your plan options, answer your questions, and put your mind at ease. At Number One Automotive Body Repair, we know you're a great driver. The creme de la creme, the cream of the crop. Dare we say, F1's 2024 hotshot, but everyone else on the road. They're not you. And when they ruin your day, we're here to help. Bellingham's Number One Automotive Body Repair is the premier location for all your collision repair needs. Learn more at NumberOneABR.com, part of the Number One Collision Group. That's a little care of the bells. August burns red. Our our caller Brandon recommended if you're into heavy metal and you like Christmas music, it combines the two. <laughs> and uh, another uh, it further proves my theory or my uh, my contention that you add the sleigh bells to really anything and it turns it into a, a Christmas song, but. Let's go to the phones. Whatever's on your mind, we want to hear from you. 360-676-5464. And Rich in Ferndale gets us started again today. Hi, Rich. How's it going, Joe? Doing all right. It was nice to hear from that Mr. Sweeney about the Shredder thing. And I was uh, surprised that there was that many people there and that most of them were from south of Bellingham, which I guess... Well, South guess Hill. Be, yeah, the South yeah, end like of Bellingham. college people, maybe. So it's very foolhardy to be against something like this because you will not stop the recycling from happening. It will go down to South King County as it is now, or it'll go to a barge in on the Fraser up in Canada, and it will still be recycled. The only thing you're stopping if this is to be stopped is the most high-tech, most efficient way of doing this recycling. So they're actually doing the counter-opposite of what they think they're doing, just like SSA Marine and the dry bulk goods terminal out at Cherry Point that was Ixnade some years ago. All those people did is now make the coal go to Tawasin rather than here. It still goes to China, still gets burned, still comes through here, but it's done in a less environmentally friendly facility because it's going to an old place. We could have had the best, newest, and most green and all that wonderful stuff and jobs, but in our stupidity, we said no because the shadows from the boat are going to hurt the fish. That's what the it came down to with the Army Corps of Engineers. Well, the shadow, I, mean, I remember reading that, and it was just, makes you laugh. They were pressured so hard from the tribes to not do this thing. A natural, non-dredging, deep water port, and we don't use it. So it's good to have this recycler here. It shortens it shortens the loop of recycling because you're not driving it as far to be shredded. Think of all the fuel they're saving on trucks not hauling those cars down to South King County and taking them here. I mean, there's huge savings if people would look at the whole picture. Yeah, and it's well. just better more environmentally friendly it's high tech it's good you know well and i i as far as the metal shredder i tend to agree with you i think you know especially they're going to build a new facility that does have strict epa requirements as far as emissions and all that and it will have to be built to specific specifications and we're not talking about okay we're you know, dealing with this, um, you know, decades-old facility rusty, and junky, right? yeah, and Assumptions. sure, this is something. Isn't this something we, as a society, should be doing? And I, I think most people would say, yeah, we should be recycling all these cars. <laughs> we can't, shouldn't we be reusing this these uh, resources? And just to oh, say. Yeah. And and I so yeah I mean throwing things away all the time is terrible right and uh, I think as far as projects like this we should be selective and not just let say anything goes I thought the coal 
port was a bad idea, but we're not debating well, that right now. Well, it doesn't matter if it's a bad idea because it's going to get burned somewhere anyway. So if, well, if we not necessarily. We I mean, it would have it would have really increased the amount of coal that is uh, exported from our our I don't region. Think so. There's well, a train a day right now, Joe. 110 well, cars per day come to this county. I see it myself. Sure, but then those would have been increased exponentially because this would have been Maybe. a lot bigger than this facility Maybe. in Sawasan. But I mean, but that aside, I don't really want to debate that. Yeah. It's over and done with. But with this thing i think don't we want a working waterfront it's not going to and they will have the amenities we'll have the condos the 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 nice attractions the reasons to go down there and and recreate or uh you know have retail opportunities what have you or opportunities to experience the waterfront but still don't we want to have some industry in this town Uh, as we, we chase it all away i think that's that's Everything is too. one-sided. We have to always look at the whole picture of a thing and the yeah. regional and global impact. If we can do something better than somebody else, cleaner and safer, and why wouldn't we do that? Yeah, that makes sense. That's part of leading by example, like you talk about. Yeah, yeah, I so agree. So we should do the best. And then you're taking away that business from a junkier place that wouldn't do it as good. Exactly, yeah. All right, Rich, appreciate so, it. Have Thanks for your call. Too. Yeah, I, I tend to think that this would be... I, you know, I, it's not, you know, hey, this is a shining example of our city, but I, I don't see it as being this horrible detriment to our community either. Um, and certainly not a reason to get all uptight and yell at people. But anyway, that's my thought on that. Let's go to John in Ferndale. Hi, John. Hey, Joe. Can you hear me? Yeah. Yeah, I didn't hear the uh, click sound. Oh, no, okay. uh, the recycling thing. Sounds fantastic to me. I would maybe like to hear from the people that do like a representative, you know, to like state why they object so strongly and uh, make their make their case. But no, I mean, uh, I agree on that, but not on the coal, because recycling is a necessary evil. If we're going to have cars and appliances, coal and fossil fuels are not. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, in fact, our p- p- petroleum as as uh, uh, I, um, I forget the uh, guy's name, but he's a politician here in town, and uh, he has an Indian name, so it's very hard for me to, to remember former names, but I try, right? Uh, but he, he he's a chemical engineer background. He was talking about how we need this oil for plastics, surgery, packaging, and everything else, and, uh, you know, we need a way to re- recycle them. Well, I don't know. Maybe um, you're thinking of Joe, our county executive, yeah. uh, Sat Paul Sadu. I, I had him on my Sat program Paul before. Sadu. And he does have an uh, he has experience in the in the oil industry, yes. working in the oil industry and with chemicals and and that's what he he maintained is that it, it is yeah. a uh, it's a valuable resource and doesn't make sense for us to just burn it up in our vehicles. Yeah, and uh, you know it's funny because I've been waiting for someone else to mention it because you know when I mention it, it doesn't mean anything, and you know especially Michelle. Our, our own Lady Law, who I respect so much. But, you know, Joe, when Trump called you and I and, and people who do not support his, his agenda that live here in the United States, when he called us <sighs> vermin, the term that Hitler used for his and domestic enemies, do, domestic foes, you know, um, and there have been lots of articles, and of course, Liz Cheney has her book, and Joe, you just see us, I see us sliding into tyranny. And last night, if I plead, you know, and I, I that clip yesterday where, you know, I, I think Trump is losing it. I don't know if, if people got a chance to see that where he said, I saved Obamacare. I'm against Obamacare. We, we tried to get rid of it for something better. I saved it. And then John McCain, you know. It just bizarre okay. stuff, and right. and but um, you know the the things that he's saying now. He 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 said on Hannity last night, day one he's going to be a dictator. And Hannity tried to give him all kinds of. You're not going to you know go uh, 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 against the Justice Department and break the law and be a dictator. And he's like only on day one. And and the crowd you know laughs and chuckles, and you just see this parade of fools, Joe. Okay. I did not serve this country for six years to have it become a dictatorship. I mean, we are a republic. We must never forget that. Right. A democratic republic. 
All right, and, John, we got know, it. This is very important what Trump is doing, and people need to wake up. Thanks. All right. Thanks for your call. Quick break. Back with more. we got Jim on the line. Robert, we'll hear from them and you here on KGMI Connect, 360-676-5464. At Puget Sound Energy, we're proudly aspiring to reduce our own emissions to net zero and to go beyond by helping others reduce carbon across Washington. Together, we're investing in local renewables, strengthening the electric grid, helping customers switch to electric vehicles, innovating with low-carbon resources, supporting our communities, and saving energy along the way. Together, we're creating a clean energy future. We all have our go-tos, right? The doctor you trust, the dentist you rely on, the restaurant you love. What makes them your go-to? It's trust, isn't it? Hi, this is Dan from Bellingham Automotive, your go-to for auto repairs in Whatcom County since 1991. Whether you're using your car for ride-sharing, delivery services, mobile office, maybe just a taxi for your kids and their friends, or it's just personal transportation, we're here to keep you on the road. We're proud to have a team of technicians and service advisors who have been with us for years. They can help you find that strange noise or figure out what that warning light is trying to tell you. They can perform regular maintenance to keep your car up to date and your new car warranty intact. We know you're busy, so we also offer a local shuttle service and an after-hour drop-off and pickup options to help take the hassle out of your auto repair. So if you don't have a trusted go-to for your vehicles, please give us a call at 360-676-5200 or visit bellinghamautomotive.com to schedule an appointment. Get the very latest on real estate in Whatcom County and Northwest Washington with Windermere real estate experts Rick Todd, Julie Brown, and Lyle Sorensen. The information and analysis you need, whether you're a buyer or a seller. Radio Real Estate with Rick Todd, Julie Brown, and Lyle Sorensen every Saturday at 10 a.m. Brought to you by Windermere Real Estate on KGMI AM 790 and 96.5 FM. The latest local news and important topics of the day from the West Mechanical Studio. Tired of inefficient heating, poor indoor air quality, and rising energy bills? Contact West Mechanical today to explore going ductless with a system from Mitsubishi Electric Heating and Air Conditioning. Find them at westmechanical.net. Get the latest news and information 24-7 with KGMI News Talk 790, 96.5 FM in Bellingham and KGMI.com. We're taking your calls live on KGMI Connects, 360-676-5464. Thanks for joining us here on this Wednesday afternoon. Robert in Bellingham's on the line. Hi, Robert. Hello. I was going to talk about climate change, but it also might apply to the, uh, the shredder. And that is uh, when Rich calls, he sometimes talks about that, you know, we can't electrify because... Um, we're not going to have the power lines. People are going to complain. There are too many environmental rules. We can't get new power plants. We can't put in uh, solar panels and things like that. And I, I kind of agree. We can't have it all. I think we're kind of spoiled. And I think we have to look at the big picture and not just our little piece of the picture. Um, I think that, you know, uh, you can't have everything you know, quiet single family home or whatever, mm-hmm. uh, and then expect to drive cars and not have traffic. And you know what? It's like it, uh, not everybody wants to ride a bicycle, but I'm into bicycling and sort of alternative lifestyles. So it works for me, but it doesn't work for most middle class people. They don't want to give that up. So uh-huh. we do have to uh, allow things like upgrading the grid and putting in solar panels and and nuclear power plants and possibly hydrogen fusion if we can figure that out and those things and i also you know that the same thing relates to the shredder i'm not i'm not fully up on the you know i haven't studied it or written about it much yet but um i think it's one of those things that you know does recycling and it it sounds like we just can't have it all. It's kind of like people are spoiled. And, of course, my personal issue might be how little effect does it have on bicycling. And, <laughs> um, the, and the, the uh, obviously, <laughs> we got more and more traffic all the time here in Bellingham because oh, so that, many yeah. yuppie environmentalists still want to drive their cars and the population is growing. So I don't – the thing is, uh, I'm okay if there's a shoulder on the road. 
I don't uh-huh. care. There can be plenty of track if there's a shoulder. And I think the shoulders on rotor are fine. So I'm I'm okay with that. I'm okay. not sure how they would get from marine down to, but that's just a little bit down to rotor. But it looks like I think the roads from the site, the industrial site that they would be at down to the port are are pretty Okay, and I, you know, there's a few more trucks on those roads. I'm hardly going to notice it because all the traffic in Bellingham. But yeah. we do right. have good shoulders and bike paths and things. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, <laughs> well, thanks, Robert. And I, I, you know, I, and the, the whole idea that it's built, you know, going to be built near residential neighborhoods. Well, it's you know, it's it, the metal shredder. It's pr- proposed in an area that is zoned for heavy industrial use and it's not like they're trying to plop it down in the middle of a neighborhood and it, it, it I, I just I just think you can't protest everything um, and not that we should allow everything to to be built here and that we welcome every type of industry but I, I don't know it seems like this is kind of part of what we want to do as uh, responsible human beings is to recycle what we use and what we can. Let's go to Bruce in Bellingham. Hi, Bruce. Hi, Joe. Yeah, I'd like to comment about uh, Trump. Okay. And uh, I'm, I'm a, a MAGA extremist. And, okay, an extremist. And okay. Uh, I'm, I'm armed and dangerous. Oh, boy. So you better better watch out. I, I, <laughs> well, I, I, it depends also... on what you mean by that. I mean... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're, right. You're not a, well, you're not a danger I'll, to society, I'll expi- are you? I'll explain it. Okay. Uh, I'm also a deplorable. Okay. Wow. Uh, so I'm many things, but those are probably <laughs> the two most important. Okay. And uh, they've they've I've arrived at those labels by the uh, the left. They they like to uh, call people certain names. Uh, okay. Instead of uh, talking about them honestly, that we're about fifty percent of the population. Okay. All right. And that's well, all I got to say. All right, Bruce. <laughs> no, Thank you. You have a you don't have a, uh, a tattoo that says deplorable or anything, uh, do you? Or no, there... not 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 yet. <laughs> now, I haven't met you in person. Is there a way that I can you, I can identify you if I see you out and about and like don't know you're a danger? Oh, I, I, I have uh, uh, blonde hair and a double chin. Okay, all right, all right. That that's not how I I've pictured you, Bruce. But uh, someday we'll meet in in person. I'm sure you're not that deplorable. Thanks for your call. Let's go to oh, let's go to uh, let's see, Helen over on Orcas Island. Hi, Helen. Um, hi, um, I'm listening to your program here on Orcas, uh-huh. and what caught my attention was the idea that the recycle plant is a good idea until I realized that it was a Canadian business and kind of wondered why, if Canada is going to be bringing cars down to Bellingham to recycle, why are they not creating a business up in Canada, and does Bellingham need this business to recycle Canadian cars, where the gentleman was saying that these Canadian cars are going to be coming to Bellingham and then transported down south to Seattle. And the other part of my question was, will Canadians be the people that are employed at this plant, or will they be hiring Bellingham people. Okay, those are questions I don't have an answer to. But next, I'll I'll make a note of them, and when we have an opportunity, I'll I'll pass those along to Riley. In fact, I could uh, I could send him an email. Sounds good. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, all right. Thanks for your call. I guess I I see it as um, you know as I said I I don't know that a metal shredding facility would be a crown jewel of our community, but uh, it would be. A sense that we're doing something right. Uh, we're uh, playing a role in uh, reducing pollution that's produced by the world, I guess. And as far as where they would build this, I, I suspect maybe uh, just the just the infrastructure that could be uh, would be offered here. We don't have that busy of a waterfront 
Uh, and I'm just speculating here. I don't know, but um, I'm just speculating that maybe this uh, the opportunity here is is uh, better for them as far as um, access to uh, you know a, a a port water where they can ship this stuff out easily. I'm just thinking uh, rather than uh, where you know anything that might be available up on the other side of the border. But uh, just some thoughts there. But uh, thanks for your call, Helen. Let's go to John and Blaine. Hi, John. So to answer her question, they have to hire Americans. I, that's what I thought. I mean, they couldn't bring Canadians down. I, would, I mean, they, they built a, a Canadian company built an electric bus building uh, plant right in there in Ferndale recently. So, yeah, well, you know, who, who cares if the Canadians come down here and spend money? Okay. You know, it's a good idea. Okay. It, 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 it's a win-win for us. We got jobs. We make money. You know. So I got a couple of things. Uh, um, I uh, um, when I talked in, uh, about our socialist friend, I forgot to bring up, and this is not the main reason I called uh, Venezuela. Venezuela was a rich country. Venezuela had oil. Venezuela was doing good. People had food. People had homes. Now they put that dictator in there, that socialist dictator, and now they got people eating out of garbage cans, and they're coming out of Venezuela by the horse to where? Oh, America. Uh, yeah. So. Here's the deal, what I really called for. I am sick, and I am tired of people saying me how, telling me how bad Trump is a dictator, and he's this and he's that. All right, put up or shut up. Show me where he's a dictator. Show me. Show me what he did when he was in office that made him a dictator. Let me think. Okay, let me think. Did he tell people that they can no longer use this particular type of light bulb? No. Did he tell people, well, we're going to make you drive electric cars? Hmm. No. Let me see. What else did he? What else did he tell us, or didn't he tell us? Oh, oh yeah. Um, we can't use gas. We can't use this. We can't use. That. Um, we voted in in this in the Washington state. We voted no on the carbon tax. Guess what? We're paying a carbon tax. Uh, let me think. Uh, oh yeah, we voted how many times on a license tab? Uh, let me think. Uh, oh yeah, uh, we're still paying the high because why? Because we're not smart enough to figure out what we voted for. All right, John. Dictator? Okay. All right. Okay. All right. I get I get your point. Uh, let's really quick. Uh, well, I, got, I have to take another break. And we got Jim. Jim's been held on forever. We got Tim. We got Lou on the line. And we'll hear from you, too. 360-676-5464. Hella Provisions is Bellingham's unique specialty grocery with a European flair. Take home tasty ingredients from Hella Provisions Market to upgrade your pantry or throw a decadent cocktail party. Hella Provisions offers gift baskets and kits, grab and go sandwiches and catering. Don't know what to buy for that special someone? Let Anna, the owner with over 30 years experience, recommend the perfect gift. Crafted charcuterie board, choose a bottle of wine, or curate an experience that celebrates life's special moments. Go as gourmet as you'd like. Just let Anna know your taste and theme, and she guarantees to create a beautiful and scrumptious selection of specialty items. Plus, Hella Provisions isn't just a store. It's a space for local artist events with emphasis on those led by women, the heart and soul of our community. Come experience a little magic at Hella Provisions. Make it your holiday destination for exceptional food, wine, and cocktail accompaniments. Located directly behind Bellingham at Options High Schools with plenty of free parking. Hella Provisions, where food and community meet. This is Steve Berger, Director and Lead Counselor at Contact Counseling Recovery Services in Bellingham. Contact Counseling offers alcohol and drug treatment, assessment, consultation, and referral services for adults and youth. We have been serving Northwest Washington residents for over 40 years. If you, an employee, friend, or family member is struggling with substance abuse, please realize when a person is engaged in quality, ongoing treatment, the probability of success is excellent. At Contact Counseling, we will help match you or your loved one with the correct level of treatment to provide the greatest opportunity for success. A person does not have to hit rock bottom to begin treatment and experience a successful recovery. I personally started working in the addiction treatment field over 30 years ago, and the simple fact is, treatment works. Please contact us at 360-671-3277 or online at contactcounseling.com. Allow Contact Counseling to help you or your loved one find the road to recovery. 
Are you on Medicare or individual health insurance and wondering if you are on the right plan for you and your family? This is Marcia Neal with Guided Solutions, formerly Vibrant USA. We understand the TV advertising and the mail you have been receiving may create more questions than answers. Although the deadlines are coming, you may still have time to make a change. So call us at 866-733-5111. Our agents can review your plan options, answer your questions, and put your mind at ease. Worried that your heating system won't make it through another long winter? Never fear, the team at AirTech Heating is just a phone call away. Whether you need maintenance or a new furnace, heat pump, ductless heating system, or a new gas fireplace, you can always count on AirTech Heating. Now celebrating three decades of serving our community as a premier Lennox dealer. They'll install the perfect system to keep you warm all winter long. Call Cliff and Jeff at AirTech Heating today at 734-5010 and online at airtechheat.net. Taking your calls live on KGMI Connects, 360-676-5464. And we go to Jim in Seattle. Hi, Jim. Yes, how are you doing today, Joe? Doing all right. Well, uh, John from way out in the north end of the county that wants me to respond to the socialist dictators. Okay. Okay. Well, you remember General Flynn, don't you? Does that name ring a bell? Um, for for me, it does. Yeah, Michael. Flynn. Yeah, he. Well, I think Donald Trump wanted to have a military uh, government takeover so he could check the voting machines. Uh, also, remember that Adolf Hitler, who was elected to chancellor, right? So he was had plans to be a dictator all along, and he certainly turned out to one. As for Maduro, well, he sold his soul, but. In freedom's land, we have uh, no free press, of course, and uh, therefore you get the the prevailing wisdom. And uh, Maduro is not very good, and uh, socialists are good if they're true blue, but they get bought out. And Venezuela has many other problems caused by uh, things other than Maduro, but uh, that's the response. And uh, so I got a a little bit of a song. You started with uh, heavy metal or something. There's a uh, song I watched uh, Donald Trump last night, and uh, he said, the day one, not only is he going to be a dictator, uh, he's going to drill, drill, drill. And uh, so we have a atmospheric river flowing through our uh, world right now, and it's only going to be exacerbated, that's putting it mildly, by Trump, who wants to drill, drill, drill. And for him and the Republican Party, I'll quote Jim Morrison, the late, great Jim Morrison, who also said, whoever controls the media controls the mind. You remember the lyrics? They're, these people, the Republicans who are straddling fascism and totalitarianism along with going to Congress for the time being. And uh, so they, Jim Morrison said, if you give there's some killers on the road, their brains are squirming like a toad. If you give these men a ride, sweet family will die killers on the road and i could go into some other young fresh fellows the great band from right. seattle and i'll let you go for that on that you've given me enough time and all right food food for thought and uh thanks for letting me on joe thanks jim appreciate your call let's go to michelle in bellingham hi michelle hi joe um caller a few callers ago commented about uh, how the people's will is often frustrated and, you know, that frustrates me no end uh, because I consider Inslee to be, uh, let me just be polite and say, less than wise. And especially he doesn't understand what the people want. And just because he wants biological boys to play on girls' teams doesn't mean the people want it. I, I have had so many people tell me they love your show and they recognize me and they, they're happy to meet me because I'm out and about every day, and they meet me, and they say, oh, man, you make so much sense, even though you don't really take a stand on either side. I said, I don't want to take a stand strongly on either side, because I'm somewhat of an independent and all this stuff. Now, Let's Go Wa is going, has already submitted, I think, at least two petitions and has six overall. Uh, they deal with the police, eliminating the police pursuit uh, pro, pro, you know, prohibition 
eliminating the cap, ta- the hidden gas tax, the Inslee's infamous cap and trade and all that stuff, eliminating the nonsensical long, long-term care deductions that wind up being worth a few months at most, and most people can't even qualify for them for various reasons. Um, it eliminates... Uh, you know, um, the capital gains tax, which is an income tax, it eliminates um, parent. It, it gives oh, parents poor, notice poor rich people of anything. Uh, okay. Huh? Uh, oh, the poor it rich people. Parents, I just, I just, I, I just cringe at the the suffering. They, well, yeah, I don't care. Uh, the, <laughs> but anyway, if I had, if we didn't have rich people, we'd be a lot poorer as a country and as a state, right, as right, a city, okay. and everything else. Uh, I never heard of a rich man, uh, I mean a poor man, giving anyone a job. Okay, uh, prohibition of any other income tax. And then finally, parental notice. Um, It's utterly absurd. And I'm a gay woman. I'm not opposed to LBGTQ people. I believe they deserve sympathy, counseling, help, and, and certainly shouldn't be bullied no matter what they believe or what they want. But... Parents need to have control. If we're not going to let kids buy liquor or cigarettes, we certainly can't allow them to have their bodies altered or their hormones altered or anything until they're adults. And what they do as adults is their own business. I am all for adults doing what they want to do, as long as it's not illegal. But anyway, I'm just saying that these six six, um, petitions will all go on the ballot um, they require roughly 325,000 right. good okay. votes. They're getting over 400,000 okay. apiece. Let's go wa.org. All and right. It, I've signed them all. I believe in all of them. Okay. And I want Inslee's uh, lack of governing skills to be blatantly exposed. Okay, got it, Michelle. I understand. You're against all those things. All right, then. And you can sign those petitions and vote how you wish uh, come next year. Let's go to Tim and Everson. Hi, Tim. Hi, Joe. Hey, uh, real quick, uh, John and Jim need to quit convoluting a quote from Trump last night into what they want it to mean and listen to exactly what he said. Okay? That being said, on this metal shredder, uh, you know, I'm against this outlawing the light bulbs like one of your customers said and the EV push and the, and the gas stove. Uh, restrictions. I'm against that. But if people were serious about this whole green movement, <clears throat> yeah, I'm sure when you grow grew up, well, maybe it was a little bit before your time, but we took our soda bottles, our milk bottles, our beer bottles back to the store for a deposit. Mm-hmm. We got the money back. There was no plastic. There was no bottled water at that time. As far as is like these 16 ounce things, I don't know why people can't just get a gallon of water and have a, a, a reusable cup. But diapers, there were no disposable diapers. Uh, razors, lighters, there's mm-hmm. a lot of stuff that yeah. we are have just become such a disposable society. That, well, you know what? How, and that's true. And how do we battle that? I mean, do we do we ban those items? Do we say you can't? We're banning gas stoves. We're banning incandescent lights. Well, not banning, we ban no, they're not, not banning gas stoves per se. There is a new rule that um, it, pertaining to, it doesn't outright ban gas furnaces, but it makes it more difficult for, say, a builder to install a gas furnace in new buildings. But, you know, if you've got one, it doesn't say you have to get rid of it, but not banning gas stoves. Um, but, yeah. The restrictions to, and, the, and, the, and the efficiency levels they have put on them boils down to an effective ban. And and as a last note, because you probably have another caller on, that guy who I looked up that, uh, what was it, the Washington Positions for Social Responsibility, mm-hmm. and their main mission is, uh, what did they say, Econ- to stop nuclear weapons, mm-hmm. okay. uh, to promote economic equity. Yeah. Okay. And to address climate crisis. Okay. That just seemed a little bit odd to me. Uh, well, okay. I, I they seem to all kind of relate to health, especially a nuclear weapons thing. I mean, nothing uh, can uh, be more detrimental to your health than a nuclear explosion. You got to think. But okay, Tim, 
Appreciate it. Uh, let's go to Lou and Linden. Hi, Lou. Oh, we lost Lou, but we got Mark in Bellingham on the line. Hi, Mark. Yeah, concerning the uh, Trump supporter that wanted to say that Trump wasn't a dictator, I think any uh, leader of a democratic country or a democratic republic, as we'd say, who encourages a group of people to come to Washington, walk down to the Capitol, trash it, and try to overturn the will of the people with a slate of uh, fake electors may be a dictator. I'll leave it at that. Okay. All right. Thanks for your call, Mark. And, uh, okay, uh, well, a variety of opinions about all that. And, I, and we'll have plenty of time to, to talk about our feelings about uh, those running for the presidency. And I guess, uh, but, you know, I, I just wanted to make a couple of points about some things that have been said today about, uh, well, for back to, to Tim's call about the, you know, gas appliances uh, what the state has, the rules the state has adopted that uh, apparently will go into effect next spring would require a builder to show that um, the efficiency of the building would be the same or better uh, with the installation of a gas furnace or a fossil fuel burning furnace. But I think that would pretty much all be gas furnaces. I mean, they don't install fuel oil furnaces anymore. I guess maybe propane, uh, but um, that's a type of gas, is it not? And um, if they install that type of a furnace, it has to, or heating unit, it has to have this, the building has to have the same amount of efficiency as far as emissions as it would if the building was heated by uh, a, a, more, a more efficient source, like a heat pump, heat pump system. Uh, so that makes it more, much more difficult, obviously. Heat pumps are much more efficient and it makes it more. Um, it may, would make it a, a high bar to uh, for the gas stove to or gas furnace to achieve rather. So it does make it much more difficult for the installation of a gas furnace into in a in a new building in a new commercial or home. Uh, so, and then as far as gas stoves, there's no move that I know of to ban gas stoves. I think there maybe have been uh, been. Um, proposals for that but uh the uh, the doctor that i had on the other day uh simply was saying this is what this is what the health effects are that we found and this is why we think that they uh should not be used and if people are making a decision on what kind of appliance they'll have in their home we think that this uh, is not the best way to go talking about a gas furnace or gas stove rather but uh, just to to clarify that and um you know, as far as parental um, parental consent uh, for having um, life altering surgery, I, I mean, I'm for that. I'm a parent. I don't want my kid to go off and get life altering surgery. But I, I, in in my case, at least, I'm lucky enough to have a relationship with my child where I don't have to worry about that. But I think we have to be realistic and understand that there are some children in in some families that uh, don't have that relationship with parents. And right now you can't run to a doctor and the doctor can't perform, a child can't perform, you know, perform like uh, sex change operations, that sort of thing in a child, just willy nilly. It's it's not going to happen. We're talking about giving shelter to a child. But anyway, just some thoughts there and we'll have plenty more time to talk about that and much more tomorrow here on KGMI Connects, 4 o'clock.